Hello, everyone. Welcome to the SoCal Summer Swing Out Podcast. I'm your host, Andre, and I am joined by one of my favorite people in the world, Amy Lynn Cabrera. (laughs) If you're not on video, she has this really awesome background that screams her personality. A bunch of cats and a little (laughs) meme. So, Amy, hi. Hello. How are you? I'm I'm doing good. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't even said anything. Okay, well, let's start. Sounds like our practices, bro. I know. I know. We'll probably get to that later. Uh, But uh, for those of you who don't know, and Amy and I practice, it literally just sounds like we're goofing off the entire time. Uh, But more on that later. For now, for those of you who don't know, uh, this is Amy. She's one of my dance partners. I'll let you go ahead and give a spiel about yourself and how you found dancing. Cool. Um, So, yes, my name's Amy. And um, I do swing dancing. (laughs) Some other things I do. I teach math. And um, I teach it to high schoolers right now i'm teaching data science which is super fun um yeah i enjoy singing and songwriting and like casually playing guitar i like sushi and salmon (laughs) and boba um yes i found dancing through the uci swing club Mm-hmm. in uh late 2015 early 2016 and it was a total accident and i thought it would just be a passing hobby but i am here now you are here and now 7 years later <laughs> dang yeah and you you said you found it on accident how did that happen yeah i totally found it on accident actually so like um it's a two part kind of memory the first memory is being at the involvement fair at uci Uh and i was actually heading towards um the open mic booth Mm -hmm. where i oh gosh i think it's called open jam was the club that i was interested in Mm -hmm. uh because i mentioned i like singing and songwriting Mm -hmm. um and right next to it uh a now friend of mine named sang was like eating french fries and just like trying to make eye contact with random people. And I was one of them that he made eye contact with. And I was like, oh God, let me just keep walking towards the booth that I was going to. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I never went to the UCI swing booth that day. Um, but then I think a couple of, maybe the following week, uh-huh. um, I got out of a class that was in the computer science building. And then I heard music and I was like, oh, I think that's where like that guy who was eating French fries is at. <laughs> and I I just followed the music because I was like, I have literally nothing to do right now. I'll just like check it out. Uh-huh. Um, and then I joined the lesson and then I kept going every single week. Was was Blake there? Uh I think I met Blake at like some following meeting after. Like I do distinctly remember. Um, one of my friends, Christine, also a teacher now and lives Mm. in Japan, really Uh great dancer. Um, she whispered to me when Blake came to one of the meetings, because he would come to them often, but he was not the first one. Um, and she was like, Hey, go dance with him. He's really good. (laughs) And I was like, I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) But I think I did dance with him that day, and he was he was like a brilliant dancer. Kept me dancing. Wait, so like Blake was good even when, even in 2015? Or by that time, was he doing the whole like going and taking privates from James all the time thing? I don't know. Um, The joke was though in college, like Blake spent more time at Atomic than he did on campus. <laughs> like <laughs> that was, and I, I think that's how he got so good. I like recently, um, was listening to I don't know what I was listening to but the idea of just like putting 10,000 hours in and then you can get good at something yeah yeah and I really think that's like 
he he's a really good epitome of that concept he mm -hmm. gets so good yeah that that concept of get good ah oh, man i forget who it was i have this friend from philly oh yeah i have this friend from philly her name is lauren i don't think you've met her but you you and her would get along so well but she told me this quote that was like if you want to get good get good right and that whole concept of putting in the effort to get good i mean that's 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 gonna go into our topic of like our dance philosophy later on yeah. right but to your back to your story so you started dancing at uci and then you were at uci and then you moved down to san diego yeah for teaching yes yeah i was at uci that's where i started dancing and then eventually um I did most of my learning on campus, actually, in the club. I didn't really take a lot of classes at mm -hmm. Atomic. I took a couple, um, but I did a lot of social dancing there. And mm -hmm. then I was also, I got into volunteering at Strutter's Ball, where I met a lot of my friends nowadays, uh -huh. like Jen, mm -hmm. um, Julie Lindstra, Lucas, Rachel, um, Howie. We all mm. used to volunteer. Uh, Mishu. <laughs> we Aww. all volunteered at Stutters together. Um, but yeah, so after college in 2019, I moved back to San Diego. And I still went up dancing <laughs> in Irvine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, it's kind of, well, before I go there, you mentioned this one weird, weird human whose name is Mishu. Who the hell is that? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, Mishu is a renowned um, doctor in physics who studies condensed, <laughs> condensed matter and nano, nanotech. Um, let me pull up his LinkedIn. No, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, phenomenal dancer, part of yeah. a, the Phoenix dance scene nowadays and um, probably a pilot of the Balboa dance scene in phoenix now yeah i should i should say that like uh mishu for those of you who don't know mishu the reason why we're cracking up is because mishu is amy's partner like partner partner that he is you know and uh we're laughing because he is a hoot if anyone ever gets a chance to meet mishu it is amazing which by the way i do want to bring him on this podcast at some point that would be a lot of fun that would be so much fun <laughs> so you're gonna see him Actually, this what's today? The March first. You're gonna see him this tomorrow. Saturday. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah, Brian's uh, gonna pick him up from the airport. That's going to be amazing. And speaking of picking up people and uh from the airport and all that, so you, Jet, and Ryan. So for those of you who don't know, I mentioned Jet before in another podcast, but you, Jet, and Ryan are like the San Diego people that drive up almost weekly. That is true. Yes. Um. That yeah, that's insane. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> no, I was just going to say exactly what you're going to say. I think we're all a little bit crazy. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm very biased because I absolutely love you guys and having you all there. It's it's nice. It's like a foundation. I just like the San Diego people, you know? We like you guys. That's why we come out. <laughs> I know. Dude, it's so nice when you all come out. And so for those who don't know, that means... Amy lives in San Diego. Well, yeah, in the San Diego area. And then they all drive up together to Atomic, which is in Orange County. And so from Atomic, uh, they we hang out, we typically get food after, and then they'll drive back that same night on a Tuesday. Um, and then Amy works at 7 a.m. On, on Wednesday or some crazy shit like that. Yeah, ideally. <laughs> ideally, I start at 7 <laughs> but you 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 have you do have to like get to school the next day. It's not like you can take a break or whatever, which I think is yes. I think that's awesome that you all Thank come you. out. Now that that being said, I think that kind of falls into how you and I met last year in 2021, actually. Yes. You <clears> met <throat> in like July, right? So July. I believe so. Yeah, because I moved here in August and then I started coming out that <laughs> I started dancing. The second day I was there, I wasn't even fully moved in. Wait, you moved in August? So it was August, not July. Maybe. Yeah, 
No, no, no. You're right. It was it was July. I don't know. I just remember. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just remember watching you dance. I'm like, oh man, she's really really good. And then no, I saw you, you legit, did. bro. Yo. Bro. <laughs> I'm for real. And, I, and then I, I saw you talking to Mishu, and I was like, damn, that guy has really nice hair. That bud. And oh like, yeah. And I think that's when like I asked you to dance and our art that was the first time we did that thing where we went ha. Mm. You know? Yeah. And so I think that's when I was like, okay, I think we have a really special dance connection here, you know? Yeah. I think that's where we first met and I was like, oh yeah. And then that falls into where we are now. You know? That is a really special dance. And I it is also so memorable. I feel like we dance a lot and mm. oftentimes like I mean it's like really hard to like remember a dance I feel mm. like with the, just the amount of dancing that we do but that's like a core memory yeah sure. yeah and Camp Hollywood which we'll talk about here in a little bit too yeah um yeah because uh I think let's let if I were I, I don't think we've ever broken it no we kind of broke it down but I think the way that we listen to music is a huge part of why we dance so well together. You know? Yeah. It's our roots. I, yeah. <laughs> our roots. hundred percent. The way that I describe it to people is Amy is my long lost sister from like way back when. And I said that before I found out that I was half Filipino through like it's the answer. Me. That's so crazy, dude. And it was, it was, it was absolutely nuts. And so I think that, plays a huge part into why we dance the way we dance if you could describe like our dancing and our dance partnership how would you describe it Ooh, this is a this is a lot of a question actually like i feel like but it's um oh gosh okay there i feel like i could talk a lot about this to be honest Mm -hmm. yeah let's do it um we were just talking though about how we listen to music and i think both of us prioritize um, kind of like that Frankie Manning like phenomena of like dancing is like a three way. <laughs> but I, <laughs> like, you know what I'm trying to say? Where it's like it's a relationship between your partner. The, yeah, the music. The music. Yeah. Yeah, and yourself. Good, yeah. right? I forgot what yeah. it was like. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Um, I hear you. But, but I do think we like prioritize kind of like the spontaneity and the joy that comes from like creating something in collaboration with the music Mm -hmm. and uh, I feel like that is a big tenet of how we dance together which Mm -hmm. is what sparked the partnership yes um and then I think like when our it comes to our partnership itself it's like also rooted in joy Mm. and like I think um being present mm-hmm. and like conscious of ourselves and, and the music and one another um and also I think taking care of one another mm. in like a more than a um we are two dancers together kind of relationship but like as like a friendship yeah is part of it and when it comes to our dance philosophies I feel like we align where we prioritize like joy mm. again mm-hmm. Um, that it has to be fun because this is like the whole this is a whole um I think genesis of what swing dancing was was mm-hmm. being silly and like and having fun and being creative with music yeah so. yeah dude I I uh, it's no surprise that I absolutely agree with you because we've I think even before we talked about it we already like felt that the other felt that way about dancing right and how I think you personified, you explained it so well that it's rooted in joy and it has to be fun because uh, there was a, someone else who I interviewed on this podcast named Nick. Uh, he'll probably be the next, the, the later one, but he said social comes before the dancing, which is why I call it social dancing. Mm, I was thought about that. Good. Like, oh, that's a social connection and that social connection is rooted in that joy you have in each other right but let's 
let's di let's dig into this a little bit more because I think we talked about our dance philosophy and then our partnership on how like we dance together, right? I'll say for me, when I dance with you, you do something that is so unique where I feel like you can hear my idea before it's present in my mind to do, you know? And I don't know how you do it because when I dance with some, when I dance with some people, right? I, they'll, they'll be right there with me, but I feel like you're a step ahead and you can feel what I'm going to do before you do it and vice versa. I can hear you when you have an idea because, you know, when we're dancing and I miss something, I'm like, ah, oh, I heard you. Fuck. I heard you. I heard you. As it like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. but same, but same when I'm like, ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was a freaking good idea, dude. Like, and yeah. Yeah. And then those moments when we're both on, on, and we both hit it at the same time, like that, those, those, those are, those are like chef's kiss moments, you know? Yeah, because that's I, magic. Yeah, because I remember the first time we did that crossfoot thing after that turn. Then we mm. did, poof, pa. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds kind of weird when I try to describe it without. I can, but I can literally see it. In my head. <laughs> yeah, you, can, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, those, those moments, I don't know how, but you hear me and when you want to do something you change your connection without changing your connection I don't know how you do that I dude I don't I'm actually it's I think really incredible that you can sense that though because mm -hmm. I don't know if like everybody can uh -huh. and I think that's maybe something unique to our connection uh -huh. in a way too but I let yeah like I think you also are very What's really cool is you have this beautiful um, flexibility almost when it comes mm. to the dance where you're like, I I want to take space and give space kind mm. of, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I think is really beautiful. And, and you really um, are so intentional about that, that giving that space yeah. and allowing for us to create something like um, collaboratively. Mm -hmm. So... But yeah, like I think um, when it comes to your connection, you're you're just so clear and deliberate, and it's incredible that you can read mine. Like I don't, I that's that blows my mind because <laughs> I actually think like you saying that I think that you think I'm a step ahead. Like I feel that way about you also. So I don't know. It's <laughs> this is just becoming a let's gas each other up podcast. Yeah. <laughs> let's do this again <laughs> <laughs> because like with you as well though you also we were talking about like giving space and taking space I feel like it's such a unique combination to be able to give space or to be able to take space as well as be in the space you know mm -hmm. it's like I feel I feel like just doing the basic swing out or a side pass I already know that that's the space that we're doing together. But I already know you're going to take that and make that your own. You're not just going to do like a triple step, triple step, or just the basic. You're going to do something of your own voice in it. And then that like jazzes me up. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's keep going. And then it just builds, 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 you know? Yeah. You know, which is, it's kind of dope. I lucked out with one of the best people in the world as my dance partner. Just Bro. Saying. <laughs> False. I looked at <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is a perfect segue into our dance partnership thruple. Oh, it's not yeah. a thruple. Well, let's see. You have like, there's so many of us. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's yeah. huge. Okay, so yeah. who are all your dance partners? Um, so I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah because i guess that conversation hasn't been fully had yet huh i get well okay so like um people i've competed with so far mm. are you grant wong jet um wait her last name's okay i just yeah, totally yeah, yeah, okay fine. jethro fedelizo antonio <laughs> 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 i i've also competed with mishu 
Um, and Patrick Stefanoff, mm-hmm. I just competed with, and I'm so lucky that I got to because now he's going to open bow. Open bow. Amazing man, the hardworking Dude. man. He um, is. Yes. Yeah, I I I'm just grateful that he let me compete. With him. Bro, he. Um, yeah. Now, just just to mention, you're an amazing bow dancer, right? I I I know you're being like all oh, like all that, but you are. I I am. I I will admit, I am biased because I just love the way you dance. Period. But you're an amazing balance and your spins, Amy. You've been working on your spins. Thanks, fam. <laughs> I'm a yeah, I'm unbalanced everywhere else in my life. Gotta put all the balance in. I'm putting all my stats in my <laughs> in my dance spins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, you mentioned Patrick. Is there anyone else you competed with? Um, I would say I haven't competed with Ryan Garcia yet. But mm-hmm. I do, we have taught classes together. Mm-hmm. And I do think that is like a notable and influence and relationship that I have like dance wise. Yes. He's my yeah. little brother. That's right. He's he's the, he's the youngest. We have this yeah. little joke that it's the four of us. There's Jet, who's the oldest. And then Jet's there's me. the mom. Yeah, and then I'm the dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the dad. <laughs> and then Amy and then Ryan because Ryan's the youngest actually yeah. we should talk about like the boat trip oh yeah yeah that would be great. so Amy Amy and I taught a workshop to some phenomenal people uh, shout out to the Lindy Groovers like Zach yeah. Marco that whole crew right? so we fun. Did, yeah they're they are a vibe they are mm-hmm. a vibe but they we did a workshop for them and then I asked Jet Amy and Ryan to come up so that Amy doesn't have to drive up by herself, right? I'm a passenger princess. Passenger <laughs> princess all the way. And then we decided to stay at an Airbnb, right? But I was like, yo, since you guys are coming up, let me get the Airbnb. And we were like, why not get an Airbnb on a boat? Um, it was an interesting experience. <laughs> air, the air boat and breakfast. It was air- uh, honestly such a good memory for me. <laughs> I agree. It yeah. was it was pretty fucking fun. And we we laugh about it because, uh, well, the whole weekend was great because we did karaoke. We went out, Benny, Bianca, Melissa, and all of them. It was so fun. Um, but it was really cool because the family thing came into play when we were all sleeping. Everyone was supposed to sleep in their own little section. Little but for quarter. some reason, own quarter, but for some reason, all four of us ended up on one section <laughs> i was at the end and then there was and then there was jet and then there was ryan and then amy was at the very end and i swear you and ryan were bickering like kids because <laughs> you kept on like poking each other <laughs> and then jet was like don't make me and your mom go back <laughs> Core memory right there. Oh yeah, and we did so what do we do with Jet? What oh yeah, uh, so Jet is a um, Dungeons and Dragons player, and he is also a dungeon master. Oh. So he like runs campaigns and kind of creates these like different worlds and tales and guides players through it. So he did a one shot with um, me, Ryan, and Andre on this boat, and it was great. It was boat themed. Yeah, hmm. I uh, we went we went to Madagascar. We did. We, did. <laughs> we, we went to the island of the Philippines in Madagascar. <laughs> it was very on brand for where we were at the time, yeah. which is pretty pretty darn cool. But yes, how did we get how did we get on this topic, bro? Uh, um. Oh yeah, we talked. We're, about, we're talking like, about Ryan. You're talking about Ryan, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, and how we were like a family and stuff. Because yes, partnership wise, you you do practice and dance a lot with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I feel like partnership. I don't really know if a whole if the partnership. I don't know how that works. I full on asked you. I was like, hey, do you want to become dance partners and teach yeah. and compete together? And then you, by thank you, almost for God, said yes to Bro. that crazy request. 
you know? I, wait, actually, while we're on this topic, I really need to thank you for that because oh. I, yeah, no, I, um, and this is funny because like with Jet, we had been carpooling up to Atomic for a long time prior yeah. and both of us were in this space where we're really happy social dancing and like mm. um, just competitions weren't kind of on our radar yeah and stuff um and then i think i really wouldn't have gotten into the sphere of competing if it weren't for you asking in the first place and it has opened up like so many uh like just not doors but i guess like ways for me to engage with the dance on a deeper level mm. and i think it also kind of opened um like this space of motivation for me to like mm to grow better and to it gives like the parameters for me mm -hmm. to like focus on a certain thing mm -hmm. in order to grow and be a better dancer so Aww. and the community dude you're just such a good community builder <laughs> and the support so if you ever go and <laughs> if you ever go and watch the amateur lindy uh strictly from this past year's camp hollywood there is a moment where um, Jonathan Stout plays the intro and then goes, bah, 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 and then everybody jumps. And that was actually Andre's idea. And it, and also prior to that, there was like this whole sequence of us just like, like wiggling. And, and then we got into a circle with all the competitors and we were yeah. all like just popping off and being silly and supporting each other. Uh -huh. And I have high expectations for competitions now. <laughs> the level of like, I think, beautiful humanity and like mm. being there for other people and witnessing others. And I'm not getting emotional. <laughs> um, But support and love that was in that competition was so like, just so wonderful to experience as a human and for mm. some of my first competitions and stuff and I, mm -hmm. I think like 90% of the energy like was from Andre or maybe like 95% of the energy <laughs> and it's incredible I just man's a community builder uh Amy you are you are far too kind um I think everyone everyone there was fuck you know you got me because I was I was gonna say because I feel like everyone because I cried I cried after that comp. Mm, yeah, yeah I was like balling and the reason why was because of that because it was it was exactly what I would hope all competitions would be everyone was together and I I couldn't have asked to do that specific that specific one with anyone else but you like oh. I really couldn't Man, we're going through all the emotions. We were like laughing, <laughs> yeah. and then now we're all like emotional. And, damn, but like, no, you're you're absolutely right because I don't know, bro. I'm so glad that you were willing to do that with me, and because it was just, it is a highlight of my life. Like, I watch that video when I get well. This is telling all, but I watch that video when I get kind of sad. Because I'm like, I'm reminded of like the community and the people and what we did. Like that was huge that we were able to do exactly what we had talked about and just put what we know works and goes well into that whole comp. And that was, I don't know, that was, that was really, really special. Um, since we're talking about it now, since we're talking about Camp Hollywood, what was... So when we were hyping everyone up and when we were like really getting people going and when we got, when we, our name was called out to be the first people to start it out, what was, what were your emotions? What were your feelings and thoughts through that moment? Oh man. I, I think that actually was a moment of like, I there's there's a lot of nuance to it because part of me wants to be like it was a moment where I was like really present and I was like in awe but mm. I think I also was like um in a almost like a state of shock because I was uh I think like imposter syndrome so real and everything within mm. dancing and like I think um, it's it comes with the territory of it being such a like 
low floor, high ceiling hobby where mm-hmm. you like you can enter it from anywhere and be like happy and like yeah. be able to access like just the hobby but the like high ceiling of improvement like you can always improve and always be better which is beautiful but sometimes so stressful (laughs) so like actually being up there and um it was something that I feel like sometimes I I still am in disbelief of for me personally where I'm like wow I I didn't know how I ended up here but this is so freaking cool and I'm really grateful for it so yeah. lots of like I think shock like presence and gratitude and mm. excitement because they're just like freaking ready to just go you know yeah and like yeah. I do have to say when I re you know we're getting all <laughs> <laughs> I am <laughs> fuck it Fuck it. This is emotional because yeah. it was a, an emotional moment for the two of us. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I had I had only seen videos of Camp Hollywood and I was like, man, all those people are 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 up there. They're they're so great. And I hope that someday I can get there. And the fact that you and I got out there was I think that speaks to our philosophy of dancing and how we'd approach it. And I think that shined through, you know. Um at some point, I'm going to have, like, hopefully one of the judges on there, and I want to ask them about that moment, right? But I think I think that that was huge. And I do have to say, when I rewatch that, one of the first things that comes to mind is you are fearless. You are absolutely <laughs> just I, – I didn't sense any fear, nervousness. You were completely and totally, like, right there, present, and I felt like we were right on the same wavelength. You yeah. Know? And like, do you, are, are, do you ever get nervous when you're dancing and stuff? Oh, absolutely. For real? Like, yes, absolutely. I, um, oh, I guess I've told you this before, but like, mm. um, I think also why like me finding swing dancing accidentally, um, and not intentionally comes from that. Like when I was younger, I was just made fun of (laughs) like Mm. for like in middle school dances or in like like parties where there's dancing like I was just always teased so I Mm. like never wanted to dance like never wanted to dance for fun it was Mm. just not like something that came to mind for me Mm -hmm. um so like I think what was so cool about swing dancing we mentioned it being like low floor and like high ceiling you can enter it from anywhere there's like access to being able to start Uh um what was really cool to me is it gave me like I guess the vocab and the tools to like try something Mm. and also the community to support me with it Uh um but but then I think that a lot of me like going through this swing dance journey (laughs) which sounds a little bit cheesy is um was me like actually trying to move away from making fear-based decisions Mm. and stuff Mm because I think a lot I mean this happens with a lot of people growing up I feel like where when you're trying to like make decisions um oftentimes like fear is something that like shapes how we make our our decision and um I think starting dancing really it, it's given me a lot of opportunities to really think about this question that my sister poses to me all the time, which mm-hmm. is are the decisions you making out of fear right now or out of desire and love? Mm-hmm. And, and so um, whenever I feel like it is based off of fear, then I feel like I, it's like a good idea to kind of run towards that direction then because because then like uh that's where the growth is like that's where I'm gonna be a better person you know yeah 150 percent that's powerful can you say that quote one more time are your decisions made out of fear or yeah are you making um these decisions based out of fear or out of desire and love 
that's really powerful. And I got a you, good sister, <laughs> you know, yeah, got a smart sister. <laughs> she's pretty, your house is awesome. I, I love your house and I, your, your sister and Skylar, they're absolutely amazing. And Kada, I can't forget Kada. Yeah, <laughs> she's the smartest. She's the smartest. Um, Kada's uh, Amy's niece. Um, but yeah, that, that quote was very powerful. So you, you essentially went towards that fear of dancing. And even though you're still nervous, you still attack it with courage. There's no other way to say it, with courage and bravery. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess Bridge. that's it. Yeah. And you're, you, I don't think I anyone would ever guess that because when you dance, you have like the same aura and the same atmosphere and joy that I've always wanted all the people I dance with to like have. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you embody that. You know. Bro, this the we said that this is supposed to be a guessing a podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a. I appreciate that it's so much, deeply, and I um I think that I it's hard for me to not just like reiterate what you said about your dancing. Like you, Jen, you bring so much joy. And I like, Oh, Audrey. <laughs> oh, <God. I'm> crying. <laughs> this podcast is all of us laughing and crying. <laughs> but um, yeah your joy is palpable it's like it's immediate and everyone can see it and everyone can feel it when you're they're dancing with you oh amy you are you are so kind it's a 50 50 you know my partners are also like a huge part of the joy which is why you and i partner so well and why it works so well you know <laughs> yeah all right, are we good? Do we wipe the tears away? Are we? Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not good, bro. No, I'm good. I'm <laughs> good, good. I'm good. <laughs> Dude, I was not. I knew that this was gonna be good, but damn, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's. So we talked about Camp Hollywood. We talked about like how we met and whatnot. Now, I think it's worth talking a bit more about competition. How we view competition. Because I think Daphne asked us about that. And it was like, I would say something and you would say something, which is was exactly what I had in mind. So I feel like that's worth sharing, you know? Yeah. So, well, I think you're the one who brought it up when we were in the car, when you were talking about it would be nice. That's something that you you came up with, yeah? Yeah. Um, it, it also comes from teachings from my sister. So mm. uh, just in general... Um, one thing that my sister has taught me is that if you want to like invite and welcome things into your life, she's, she's actually described this as, um, she truly believes in the power of manifestation and mm -hmm. she's described this philosophy as like flirting where mm -hmm. you, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I've told you this, but, um, she's, so the idea of like welcoming something into your life, you don't necessarily need to be, um, too overwhelmingly uh invested in it i guess mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh you don't in a similar way like if you're flirting with someone if you're like constantly texting them or like constantly mm -hmm. like being like yo what's what's happening what's <laughs> where you at um it could scare the person you're trying to flirt with away yeah. um but if you're too aloof then that person might also not like feel desired and yeah. so um this mentality of it would be nice was one one way she taught to like welcome things into your life mm -hmm. and then um so flirting is kind of like the metaphor for it but what I really like about it is like it's a healthy mentality for like when you are desiring something you're still going for it yeah um but it also brings you back to the present moment where mm -hmm. you're like, that is the thing that I desire. 
but I'm also genuinely happy with, with where I am right at where I am right now. Right mm-hmm. now is a great place to be and I'm ready for more. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. So the, it would be nice mentality comes from that. And I think with competitions, it, which like for me, it was something new and fresh and like mm. exciting and different and, and the fear that I was running towards, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the It would be nice mentality, I feel like was so healthy for us mm. because oh, we... Yes we were able to like be present have fun and then like work towards something and be mm-hmm. proud of something regardless of the outcome mm. that's yeah that big big which we call it clap what have you because that's that's so powerful the way that i love the way that we approached it because we literally said it would be because our goal was just to make finals or i wouldn't say that was our goal our our mentality was it would be nice if we made finals, but we were going to dance our dance and put ourselves out there and be proud of our dance no matter what happens. And I feel like that helped me so much because I was able to shift my mindset and I was fully able to embrace the concept that I am not the result of a competition. I am more than a result of a competition. That's right. Yeah. And I feel like that's so... I think that's what something that Daphne was asking us was because I don't think you and I go into competition thinking I want to beat so-and-so or I want to like, you know, fucking chop the charts and all that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think the way you and I approach it, correct me if I'm wrong, is we're just like, we want to go out there, have fun. We want to give the energy back to the people, make sure they're involved. And we want to dance like our dance, which is a dance of, rooted in joy like you said yeah right mm-hmm. that's exactly it yeah and I, like go ahead go ahead oh yeah um just like think adding to your point I think like what we do is showing up fully and like fully and complete as our authentic selves and that that's mm. part of part of it um yeah you continue you're in a role. <laughs> well, the, the authentic self is very true because I think that for us, our friendship, our siblinghood, it goes it goes farther than just like being dance partners because um, without going into details, like you've shown up for me when I was like, I was not doing great. This is like non-dance way. Like when I was just sad, I'll tell him like, I'm fucking sad and I'm really, really upset and stuff and you know she was there she listened and you know she's when I've told her things uh opinions about myself that were disparaging um she would like counter back she wouldn't be afraid you wouldn't be afraid to say I would challenge that I think you use that word I would challenge that or I don't know if that's true and then you would explain your side and that would open up my mind and the same the same way again without going into details but we've shown up for each other Oh, you've absolutely shown up for me, like in so many capacities. I, I, what I really appreciate is with, um, you in particular too, is again, I think the word intention has come up a lot, like Mm. how intentional you are. Like if you ever go to Andre's house or like his pace of living, you can see that he has these posters with quotes from different like various books <laughs> written up on the board and um he's always like trying to be the best version of himself and show up as the best version of himself for those around him and i think that he is he's an incredibly intelligent man and has like all of these wonderful processes to support people and um more than enough times the advice that you've given or like frameworks for how to approach other people and support them have been so helpful for me. And I use them now. I like the, um, the questions that you ask people when they're not feeling good, like, how can I support you right now? Do you need a distraction? Do you need somebody to listen? Or do you want advice? Like such a good, I work, I use that with students now actually. Yeah. So it's so good. Damn, I didn't know you didn't tell me that you used that on your Yeah, student. sorry, I just stole it. <laughs> oh man, that that makes that's so heartwarming and uh, that's an honor. 
That's an absolute honor. If, if anyone is curious what those questions are, I, I read this in a book. I forget which book, but the questions are, the first question when someone is having difficulty is I ask, um, do you want my perspective, advice, or what was it? Do you want me to, oh, that's it. Do you yeah. want me to just, to just listen off my perspective advice or do you need a distraction, right? And the second question I ask is, how can I stand by you and support you as you're going through this? Because then that gives them the autonomy to understand that, yes, they, they're going through that and they know what to do, but they're not alone, right? Um, that's, damn. Ah, it's man, so good. Feel, like, yeah. I actually remember showing up to one practice and I don't remember being in a good headspace. I forgot why. Um, but you said that to me and I was like, I just need to freaking, I need to, to not think about this, any distraction. And you're like, let's dance, let's just go off, you know? And that mm. was a perfect thing for me. So mm. really appreciate it. On, I guess, um, on another occasion, I do remember... I think like I need to take care of my body because <laughs> I remember being so freaking hungry. And then I think mm. like the drive to Atomic was like frustrating with due to traffic or something like that. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. I like got redirected a bunch of ways and that made, I think, put me in like this heightened state where mm -hmm. I was like very out of sorts. And I remember showing up to Atomic and I like actually was in tears um, mm. at the door but mm -hmm. having you and Jet and Jungle just there mm -hmm. for me and immediately hugging me, I felt so supported. And then mm -hmm. getting like getting food after was really helpful. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that was uh, lovely. Now, I do have to say that particular instance, right? Uh, I, I don't know if you know, but Mishu actually reached out to me and he said, hey, um, can you do something for me? Can you get Amy some food? Right? Oh, yes. yes and yes. he... And so he he was able to help. Actually, Mishu also helps me because I text him a lot of deep stuff. And we have these long conversations just about life and just anything. And so I think a lot about those things thanks to your partner. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. I I think at the end of the day, I'm very grateful that I'm partnering with someone who cares equally as much about me as they do about like the dancing you know well no that's actually not true I care about you more than I do about our dance partnership and dancing like you as a person I think that's a true thing and I think I think we both really show up for each other which is it's nice it is yeah yeah I think there is there's something beautiful in how we recognize each other's humanity often it's mm. it's more than just the dance the dance yeah. is a beautiful way for it, us to connect but it's not it's not like the entirety of it yeah, yeah. it's and a yeah whole experience i i feel like dance connected us and then things that we're, we're very similar in a lot of ways like we show up to Atomic wearing <laughs> like matching outfits without talking to each other a good amount of the time. Yeah. And then we both have like similar mannerisms. There are similar like Filipino things like pointing mm -hmm. with your lips. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Our backgrounds. The, our backgrounds and stuff. stuff. It's, it's crazy. And I think dancing like initiated that connection. But now it's more than that. Oh, speaking of connection, we do have to bring up Jaja as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. A good segue too with this. So that's oh man, I guess that <laughs> is a story <laughs> to start us with. <laughs> oh well well, because like yeah. I feel like that type of care, it's not just we we share that for each other, but we're lucky that our friend group also has that men has that caring mentality. And so for those of you who don't know, Jaja, oh uh, well you you explain. You're the guest on the podcast. What's Jaja? Um we describe this as I yeah is this like the quadruple Jet. partnership would you describe it is oh that, yeah that would kind be of? yeah 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 so yeah Jaja. Ja. Ja, ja, <laughs> um yeah. yeah we mentioned other partners did you talk about your other partners 
I did not. I yeah, wait. Talk about can you talk about, wait, talk about your other partners too, okay, so that okay. we can like. Okay, I mean, my my other partners are uh, Amy, and then there's Jungle, who uh, her name is Christina Jungle, but we we just call her Jungle, and then there is Stephanie Kwan, right? Stephanie Kwan lives out in Denver, and so she and I partner, and she's pretty great. Um, I think you three are the ones who I've competed with, but I am also practicing a ton with Jennifer Wang and Maggie Lee. And so as far as partnership goes, that's me. Yeah. And see, I'm not like, I'm not like Amy. I'm not a triple threat. I only no, do that's Wendy not Hub. true. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> She's it's not. Hub, Balboa and Shag. And I, 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 I like to I like to joke that I'm I'm SoCal's threat in the hash. I do Lindy Hop and half of Balboa. Yo. <laughs> uh, but those yeah, those those are my I would say those are my partners. And like it's it's fun because oh well, yeah, it's fun because with Jet, I remember when J- Jungle and Jet were practicing a ton, and then you and I would practice and then we'd like switch. Right, you mm-hmm. would practice with Jet for Bal, and I would practice with Jungle, and that's where Jaja comes from. Is that whole yes. name, right? Yeah, it's a really. Yeah. I love this little like subgroup. I think in particular, and it's kind of really neat. I think there's overlapping like um, ways we approach the dance, and also how we dance overlaps in a way mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um which is cool and i think we're also we just get along and there's a lot of really fun like group dynamics in that way and someday we're gonna do a frog choreo someday yeah <laughs> yeah we are it's a. Uh, it's already been the song has been picked the moves have been set we're just trying to find the right time to do it and it would be jungle jet uh, jungle amy jet and andre like the the four of us so it'll be i'm really Dude, really excited have you seen like um so like i think this is a tiktok trend or something but like have you seen frog and toad our friends the old book old children's oh, yeah. book mm-hmm. yeah um there have been like i don't know if that you describe them as like gen zers who are their halloween costumes were frog and toad Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just super cute. And I think all of us have like brown and brown and green things. Yeah. So we don't need to be like fully dressed like frogs, but we could look like frog and toad. Wow. <laughs> you know? Are we really also doing the green it. hats? We could. We could. Yeah, that would yeah, be that would be so fun. I'm so excited for that. Now that HRH is done, actually, I think everyone kind of has a bit more time to yeah. focus on that routine. So I might, we might start ramping that up again. So that's, that's Jaja. And we talked about the competition and stuff, but that's some, we talked about a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I feel like we could have talked about a ton of other stuff but then we probably would have started all getting teary-eyed and <laughs> we <again>. already did <laughs> which is okay yeah yeah so here here's my thought we can actually start winding down um were there any topics that you wanted to talk about or like something that was really cool to you about our partnership Ooh. um any topics that i'd like to talk about yeah i guess like we talked about how um we listen to music. What mm. I think would be cool is first I want to brag about how again Andre's a really cool community builder. Um at the end of Lindy Groove every Thursday, he brings the the Lindy Groove scene and he does like this really dope, like not Lindy Hop dance. That's almost like a line dance that he leads. Um, he's a certified Zumba teacher. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, like, I'm really curious about how your dancing is informed by other spheres of music and other dances. So, what are 
What are other things you bring to the your dancing outside of the world of swing dancing? Bro, you're the guest on my podcast. <laughs> you're asking me questions. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So how how music informs I'll say this. When it comes to Lindy Hop, right? The music just makes sense to me. The eight eights, the way it's counted, how you can throw six count in there. I don't know why, but it makes sense to me. I think that my background, A, having grown up in Cameroon and Kenya, which if you didn't know, anyone who's listening, I'm from Madagascar, but my craziest kind of my my craziest kind of life. My life is kind of crazy because I grew I was born in Madagascar, but I grew up in Cameroon and Kenya. And so growing up in Cameroon and Kenya, I was I was exposed to a lot of drum based music, right? So music had that like oh that that's drum, hype i know right and yeah that drum bass and my friends and i used to dance to that kind of stuff and just growing up in that environment being surrounded by music because in oh uh, in west africa in east africa i was only there for two years but in west africa i spent a lot of my time music is so deeply ingrained in the culture and so anytime there was a celebration there was music when i was going to church going up and giving offering you had to like do like the step touch all the way up and it was wow. kind of funny oh it was dope i don't think i ever told you that did i no you haven't yet yeah so rhythm was always a thing growing up for me and it was so interesting watching um people that were not part of that culture or weren't like that ingrained how everyone else would just be dancing up it'd be like a whole you would see everyone dancing on beat to it and then you'd see like the the other people or the missionaries just like walking and standing, walking, standing, not really fully getting into it, which is nothing wrong with that. But it just shows, I think, the difference in how built into the culture music was for me. And so when I think of Lindy Hop, when I think of like external dances, I think less of what I'm doing and more of what people are feeling. Because mm. it's kind of like when you talk to people, people remember how you make them feel and less of what you're saying, right? Yeah. And so when the Lindy Goof thing happened, it was an accident, but I just remember it being like such a feel-good thing, and eventually it became like a Lindy Goof thing, right? And where every time we pick a song, we're very intentional about picking a song that doesn't have, that doesn't have like an attitude or doesn't have any, that has a, a sense of joy in it, where if you listen to it, you're like, oh yeah, this is a bop, I really want to, I really want to keep this going type thing, you know? And I don't know, that's, that's how I kind of, I think that if I were to summarize all that up, my music, the way my music and my music experience has shaped my Lindy Hop is I focus more on how people feel from the music and the movement than I do about the steps or the shapes. Now I'm saying that, but one of my goals for this year is actually to work a bit more on shapes and lines and stuff. Cause I kind of low key kind of want to look like Patrick Stefanoff someday. Yeah, me too. I also <laughs> want to look like Patrick Stefanoff. <laughs> Mind Which check? By... <laughs> <laughs> Which by the way, he, I think he's going to be on this podcast someday one of these days we're going to have another one of our san diego things and we're just going to do the podcast and everyone's going to be all together it's going to be oh heck yeah just let's do it in my room <laughs> Bro, it's going to be it's going to be wild and it's going to be so chaotic it's going to be amazing it'll be so good yeah but dude that was such a good question you're the first person in the podcast who asked me well no grace blake asked me some questions Ooh, but... i can't wait to listen bro to... that i don't think oh. that I don't think that's gonna come out because I the audio fucked up. I fucked you, it up. Okay, you gotta you gotta do another one, Grayson Blake. This is your formal invitation to round two of Andrew's podcast. Either that, or I guess I could hire like a professional audio engineer to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. maybe they can do that, but that costs. There's money, probably so. somebody. <laughs> there's probably somebody. Yeah, in the swing dance community. I was actually thinking about um, making this the first episode and then later on releasing the one with Blake and Grace after someone like has fixed the audio. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, we talked about all of that, 
awesome stuff. So this is where we're going to start winding down the episode. Um, okay. I have just three questions that I had mentioned. So the first one is, uh, what events are you planning to go to this year? Ooh, um, I think I've gone to most of them already, actually. Uh, um, no, I haven't. Um, well, I think I might go to Badass Bell, actually, because nice. um, my partner, <clears throat> the amazing physicist Mishu Khan, lives in Phoenix. Um, and so I might go there. I am thinking about Northwest Bell Fest. Mm-hmm. kind of on this bow grind um and i also am definitely going to camp hollywood so those are the events that i have lined up in my in my head right now there are things on my radar because they just sound interesting mm. like um bean town sounds interesting mm-hmm. i don't know when it is <laughs> um there was something in july oh that was northwest Belfast. yeah yeah those are the events that i'm thinking about how about Okay. Can mm-hmm. I ask you too? <laughs> yeah, sure. Go for it. Okay. What are uh, the events you're going to? So I was going to go to, to Lindy Fest, but that's no longer happening, unfortunately. I was going to go hang out with the Florida people in Mishu, but it's a sad day. Um, the events right now where I'm fully going to go is DCL. Nope, I'm not going to DCL. Did I tell you? I'm not going to DCL because I'm going to Coachella. Ooh, yeah, dude, that's that's dope. Yeah, that'll be a vibe. So I'm going to Coachella, art, and then <laughs> that's my event. But there's this event called uh, St. Louis Get Down. Ooh, uh, the Gateway Get Down. So, yeah, there might be some announcements later on about that, which I have to talk to you about here in a little bit. And then Camp Jitterbug, definitely going to, and then Camp Hollywood because. Amy and I are doing the comps again. Let's go. Yeah. And then the last one is uh, Lindy Autonomous Zone and then maybe Snowball with Ooh. Paul Riding and Andrea Yo. and Jake. Oh, that sounds so fun. Someday. Someday for me. Someday. Yeah. We'll make mm-hmm. it happen. Um, but yeah, those are the events. And so the other question I was going to ask is if people wanted to like uh, find out more about you or see some of your dance videos and whatnot, where would they find that info? Um, if you're already following Andre at Andre Dances 2 on Instagram, you can find me tagged in his bio as Amy Dances 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, maybe someday I'll talk about this too, but I'm currently taking a social media break, so I'm not on there as often, but I want to pop on and occasionally post things and occasionally connect. Um, I also have a Instagram with my sister called Grace and Joy Music with yeah. some of our singing songwriting. Uh, we have really old songs from the pandemic there, so ignore those. Um, <laughs> but I have that also. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone should also know that Amy's an incredibly talented singer. She plays guitar ukulele she plays voice as well yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so she's very very talented and a great a great singer we jammed that one time and that was dope that was really fun at my house was that the engagement party yeah yeah that was fun oh yeah that was pretty dope so the last thing that we wanted to talk about is um this is a question i ask at the end of all my podcasts what is a message you want to leave for Lindy Hoppers that are listening? Um, a, a message I want to leave to all Lindy Hoppers is that I, okay, I did think about this. The mm. first part is going to sound all wacky, um, mm-hmm. but I will try to cycle back to make it make sense. But ultimately, this entire dance is made up <laughs> mm. is my message and that you like you can like be historical and learn all of these wonderful things um but at the end of the day it's it's about joy and being silly and creating things mm. with you the music and your partner or just mm. you and like whether or not it's quote unquote right is really up to you 
I think if it feels good, if it's something that makes you happy, if it's something that brings joy to you, then that's that's how like you know you're doing it right. Well said. <laughs> well said. Amy, that was fantastic. Thank you so much for hopping on the podcast. Um, I'll stop the recording, but don't go anywhere. I want to chat with you real quick after. Everyone, thank you so much for hopping on. Um, this was your this was the SoCal Summer Swing Out podcast with Andre and Amy. Um, if you want to follow more, we're gonna be on Spotify, we're gonna be on Instagram all the things. So Amy, thank you so much. Everyone else, we'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye.